1: Well, there is only five more sleeps until Christmas, but more importantly, only six more sleeps until the Boxing Day test. And last night in the IPL auction, we saw an early Christy present for a number of Australian players, most notably Mitch Stark, $4.42 million to go to KKR. Uh, Well, Daniel Cherney from Code Sports is almost on a wicket that good, I'm reliably informed. He's on the line right now. Morning, Dan. (laughs) Jules, if I was on a wicket
0: half that good, I wouldn't be talking to
1: you, mate. No, no, uh, no, no, long, long <laughs> way off. <it. laughs> and here I think we were mates. Oh dear. <laughs> no. Oh, no wow. good, to
0: be, good to be with you. Just, just kidding.
1: <laughs> you know, I mean, I know you're, you're from AFL territory. People are big on things like drafts and the rest of it. We don't really get that, uh, certainly in in rugby league heartland. But it's growing by the year, isn't it? So much so. I mean, Trevor Bayliss left the Sydney Thunder gig. Handed the reins to Assistant Shorten Bradstreet just to be available for the IPL auction. This is how important it is.
0: Yeah, no, I think that was um, that was something that really proved, um just where the, where the power and the, the balance of power in cricket lies. Um, when you when you've got a coach missing a game to attend uh, an auction, um, that really just just says uh, the BBL and these other leagues are just they're just playing for second prize and they're around the edges. Um, the big the big show was last night. We saw uh, Ricky Ponting. Um, left his Channel 7 post early mm. for, uh, to coach um, or to, to to be there in his guise of, as coach of the Delhi Capitals. And one that sort of snuck a little bit under the radar was Daniel Vittori, the uh, Australian team uh, assistant coach, the bowling coach, who who obviously played a key role last night. But he was actually going to miss day five of the test against Perth, against Pakistan and Perth had it gone that mm. far. Uh, in the end, it was a bit of a moot point because obviously Aussies wrapped it up and, look, to be fair to Down Victoria, the, the way the Aussies were bowling, I don't think they need all, all that much coaching um, against True. Pakistan. But um, yeah, just again, just shows that uh, that's where the that's where the power is in cricket. It's uh, it's with the IPL and, and the rest is the uh, the rest is just playing around the edges.
1: And I'm happy too for Mitchell Stark. But I mean, was it five years? He has actually, hasn't actually played a lot of domestic T20 cricket. Uh, has Stark, but you know he he thinks about family time and and how he needs to condition his body for. Uh, the Australian summer and, and whatnot, and decided, knowing that he could land a big coin, not to play in the IPL. Okay, he got the T20 World Cup coming up. He said, okay, I'm going to make myself available. Pat Cummins again made himself available. And you can't begrudge a man from earning that sort, sort of coin.
0: No, no. And you're right. I think, I think it was a um, general sense of goodwill from... Um, I mean, look, you know, I suppose you, at some level, you've always got to commend guys if they can earn this sort of money. Like, good luck, good yeah. luck to them. But particularly for Mitchell Stark... Um, who you're right you're spot on Julian he's uh, he has been very um, very uh what's the word, you know he's sacrificed a lot to play for um to play for very selfless I suppose he's put Australia first he's put his family first obviously his wife Lisa Healy meaning that um, their correct commitments mean that they they need to be um and they need to be careful in terms of finding the windows when they they can spend time together and um look it's paid off from Mitchell Stark who's had a wonderful year uh, of international cricket uh, was Australia's leader, was the league. We could take her in the Ashes series, easy to forget. Um, played a key role in the in the World Cup semi final and final after a, a, a you know, a, to be fair, a bit of an ordinary league stage. And then, um, and then you know, having this massive payday last night. But he had, it's been eight years since he's been in the IPL. He has turned down a lot of money. I mean, he's just spoken about this year being, you're right, i lead him to the T20 World Cup. Uh, he's been, I think I saw a stat he's played 38 2020 matches in the last eight years. I mean, it's very little, really, yeah. when you think about yeah. how much he's played these year. I mean, he's he signed for the Sydney Sixers um, as part of this, um, this marquee, marquee entry player yeah. Yeah, yeah. that they have, along, like Pat Cummins has done with Sydney Thunder, but, um, you know, I can't imagine him playing any big bash this summer given the schedule. Um, but, uh, no, all, all, all credit to him. And, you know, he's had this massive payday and you do wonder how much he's He's probably left off the table yes. or left on the table over the years people having a chat to a few people in cricket around that this is sort of people are saying on oh, between 10 or 15 million which is a lot clearly but by the same token he's obviously been taken very well care of by Cricket Australia and yep. look that ultimate reality is one that we just can't know for sure because you could say well if he's played all this if he had played a lot of this cricket for, um, for, a stra- for in the big, in the IPL he may not have um, been as available for Australia um and then maybe his market worth wouldn't have been enough so it's impossible wouldn't have been as much it's impossible to know for sure Uh, one interesting thing though is this you know he's he's clearly a great of um white ball cricket whatever happens from here uh, when you consider his his record at world cups particularly in 2015 and 2019 and a, a great t20 bowler at his best but it has been a while since he's probably reached those heights and if you look back at the last t20 world cups in 2021 and 2022 the first one first of which australia won he was probably the, the weakest of Australia's of the big three quicks. Um, he was certainly outdone by Josh Hazelwood and probably by Pat Cummins. And last year in, in Adelaide, he was actually dropped for Australia's last T20 World Cup match. That's he, right. um, easy to forget for uh, for Kane Richardson, of all people. So um, it's, a funny, it's funny to think that the guy who uh, who a year ago mm. was dropped for Kane Richardson has just broken the record for the biggest mm. IPL contract. But I suppose that speaks to um, a couple of things. A, and we saw this with Spencer Johnson as well last night, just the... How rare left arm quicks are, um, yeah. and that they will always probably get overs just because um, of, of the, the different skill set that they have and what they bring to the table. And, and Mitchell Stark also probably a big hitting bat, batter later in the order as well, um, and just the fact that his, his reputation, and perhaps the fact that he hasn't been playing, and maybe may have helped his reputation. Sometimes there is that absence making the heart grow fonder, or that scarcity theory. And look, whatever it is, it's worked out for Mitchell Stark, and um, uh, I think. You know, he's a very much loved player in the Australian cricket fraternity and he's had a great career. So he, it's, hard, it's hard to begrudge him from, uh, from making a, a big payday on top of several other big paydays that he's had.
1: Yeah, indeed. I am happy for Spencer Johnson. Pat Cummins, I mean, he did have the record before Starkey took it off him an hour later, which is a little surprising. I mean, he was okay during his stint at KKR without being... Amazing. Maybe that's sort of picking him on, on reputation. A 3.6 mil. He's a very good bowler. He's an elite T20 bowler. I think that's debatable. Jai Richardson. I'm a big fan of Jai Ashton Turner. Though, interestingly, though, Daniel, some of the big names that went unsold Steve Smith, Josh English, Josh Hazelwood, who let's not forget was uh, one of the stars for Chennai when they won a couple of years back, and then Sean Abbott and Lance Morris. Do any of those going unsold surprise you?
0: Uh, not massively. Maybe, maybe, maybe a thought someone might bite at a Lance Morris just because um, he's just so Speed. quick and is that, yeah. that 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 and you just want to get him on board while you can while he's young um, and, and and sort of have the ability to retain him. But look, all these other quicks were uh, up against it when they were in the same pool as, as Cummins, Stark and Hazelwood. Who, uh, speaking of Hazelwood, as you touched on, look he on form for um,
1: the last too, isn't he?
0: three years has been the best. Has been, he's been the best of the. Best of the Aussie quicks, but as you he, as he quite rightly mentioned, he, he's having a child, or uh, well, his wife, is his partner, his, I think his wife, um, is, is having a child uh, in uh, late March, I believe. It's their first child, so he's um, quite reasonably and understandably chosen just to stay back for that. So he's he entered this draft on the basis of this auction on the basis uh, having been released by RCB, uh, Royal Challengers of Bangalore, that he would um, that he would probably not get picked up, but he he sort of had to enter. So he could, however, is a replacement player in the back half of the tournament, which I think is, is most likely. So, hey, you know, clearly he's probably missed out on a fair bit of money that he otherwise would have got, but um, completely understandable reasons to do so. And, look, the truth of the matter is with, with these guys is they've all made a lot of money from cricket. Um, of course, you can always make more or less, but, um, you yeah, we're, we're to- know, and, and far be it for, for me or anyone to sort of say oh, that um, it's easy to, to turn down that level of money, but... Um, or all but none of these guys are uh, are
1: doing it too too rough. No, no, no. I'm not not concerned about their impending poverty. I spoke to Bryce McGain on the program on Monday. We had a bit of a chin wag, Daniel, about the, the pitch in Perth. I thought it was good. Even Marner said it. You know, he battled. It was tough, but there, there's nothing wrong with that. You've got to see your way through it. He reckons Melbourne's going to offer a, a fair bit of bounce. Uh, I know we're still what six days out or, or more from the Boxing Day Test, but is there any sense of how this pitch might play from what you've seen? even Shield cricket this season?
0: Well, there's been a bit of life in the Shield pitches. Uh, How many games have they had of the G? One or two off the top of my head. Hasn't been a lot. I do play a fair bit at Junction Oval. Um, Scott Boland was working on bowling some more bounces. Not that he's going to play in the Boxing Day Test, but uh, you probably probably couldn't do that if the pitch didn't have a a bit in it. Uh, But but that's certainly been the, the, the push in recent years. I mean, the MCG pitch is probably playing a bit more like the Adelaide pitch. Um, she does have a minute. I mean probably the Nadir with the is that twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen, just so light particularly seventeen when Alice Cook made that two forty four and it was just oh, it was just so light horrible. and um didn't and, and often nothing at all, didn't deteriorate at all. And the following year against India all, all beat India did win pretty comfortably in the end. Wasn't great either. But but since then it's been uh, it's offered a bit. I mean it hardly went too far the other way in the in the years got took six, six for seven against England. But no, I'd be expecting a bit. Matt Page has sort of turned things around. They've, they've done some renovations to, 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 the, to the drop-in wickets there, which had been really tired uh, after a long period of time. Uh, he's actually speaking. Uh, he's doing a press conference tomorrow, Thursday. Um, so we'll probably learn a little bit more there. But uh, no, like I'd be, I'd be reasonably optimistic that we'll, we'll be a bit, bit in it. Um, you know, you're never going to be able to. Just the nature of the Mary Creek soil here in, in Melbourne means you're never going to be able to get. Um, the sort of bounce you get in, in Perth, it's just it's just it's asking too much. I mean, there's just there's just climatic reasons which make it Melbourne being a, a moderate um, climate. But uh, I still think we could see some uh, see a bit in it, and um, but, you know I don't, I don't think it's going to change anything selection wise because <laughs> the Aussies are winning and um, and they're going to keep stick with that side.
1: They are. I love that. There's cricket nerdism right there You're talking about the Merry Creek soil. Yeah, I'll see yours and I'll raise you the bull eye soil of the Sydney cricket ground turf, uh, which is not a drop-in, drop in. we might add. Uh, great to catch up, as always. Uh, Daniel, thank you so much for your time. We'll catch your great work in the News Corp papers and, of course, Code Sports.
0: No worries, Jules. And, you know, I'm just kidding. I, I, I'd come on no matter how much money I made, but uh, I'll tell you what, it's never, I've been working for 40 years to make as much as Mitchell Stokes. There <laughs> so we go.
1: <laughs> you can live in his granny flat-out, Terry Hillsway. Thank you, mate. Thanks, mate. Good on you there is Daniel Turney from Codesboard. 0457 736, 736 Summer mornings.